What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, welcome back to the Black Sheep Podcast. I am your host, Nico Newton, a.k.a. The Black Sheep, and I am very tired right now. Just did nine hours of work. Kind of just out of it right now, but I'm here because the NBA, the NBA is doing something that I didn't think I would ever see. We're in unprecedented times, people. We're in unprecedented times. The Milwaukee Bucks decided to boycott today's game. Um, and reason being is because of the shooting of Jacob Blake. For those who don't know the story, Jacob Blake, black man, was breaking up a fight between two women. And from that, He's walking to his car. Cops shoot him in the back. His kids are there. We know the story. Normally, I try to stay away from these type of topics on my podcast because I'm not not an activist. I'm not the person to come to for these type of things. But it's current news, and I figured I'd just speak on it a little bit. I'll just speak on my opinion of what I feel the NBA players should have done, what I feel black people should do or, you know, whatever, whatever. But so the Bucks start off, just start this off because this happened in uh, Kenosha. So that's about 30 miles or so from Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken. It's about 30 miles from Milwaukee or whatever. So what happens in Kenosha, the um, – Jacob Blake situation, and it makes sense for the Bucks and the Brewers because I think the Brewers also boycotted their game today. Well, it'll be the game yesterday once I post this because I'm doing this on the night of, but I'm posting it the next day. So the Bucks and the Brewers both decided to boycott, and I get it because Kenosha is right down the street from Milwaukee. So the Bucks, um. They're playing Orlando Magic. They're kicking it off, and they decide to boycott. And I understand it, I guess. You know what I mean? It's it's a tragic situation that happened, and luckily Blake survived, and he'll be okay, but I understand. But what I don't understand is what are these players going to do? Like, what's the end goal? I'm trying to figure out the end goal here because coming into this bubble anyway, there's been a lot of complaining. There's been a lot of, I don't want to be here. I could care less about this bubble. This season doesn't matter. This season doesn't count. This championship doesn't matter. Yada, yada, yada. So a part of me feels like some players wanted to get away from that bubble anyway. Because even before the Bucks decided to do this, the Toronto Raptors were speaking of not playing and just going home, picking their ball up and going home. But a big part of me feels like they don't want to deal with the bubble anyway. I think a lot of players think this season is a crock of shit anyway, personally. I don't think every player is really all in on the bubble. So 
not saying that this was this is an excuse, but I'm saying this definitely helps to walk away. This definitely helps them to like walk away from this situation in the bubble. So Milwaukee, they decide we're not coming out, we're not playing. So they didn't they didn't notify Orlando. They didn't they didn't notify the Magic that they were doing this. So you had the Orlando Magic players out there warming up as if they're about to play. So that that just already shows you that not every player is, you know, hand in hand in this. Not every team is hand in hand in this, so that's already an issue. But long story short, Milwaukee says we're not coming out, so that ends up, you know, LeBron, we're not coming out. CP3, we're not coming out. James Harden, we're not coming out. Yada, yada, yada. I get it. And they probably won't play – they probably won't play the next day either. So I'm guessing every team's going to get a chance to just sit down and sit out. But my issue with that is if you have an issue with how we're getting treated as black people and police brutality – why aren't you using your platform to speak on that every chance you get? I don't understand players going back home and, and, and just tweeting about it. Why don't you use your platform every single chance you get in a win or a loss? Hey, LeBron James, you had a great game tonight, 50 points, 20 assists. How are you feeling? And from there, LeBron should just say, we need to do better. As a society, the police need to be better. Just, I mean, the players have been doing this, but by you taking away your voice, that turns the light off. That turns the light off of us caring. And I feel some players feel like they're just kind of being out there, being, you know, forced to play and do this and do that. But at the same time, you have that platform for a reason. Use it. Use it. Because whether you play or not, this is going to happen. This is just what it is. But I just, it's hard for me to, 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 to feel like these guys don't, you know, secretly want to get away from that bubble anyway. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it just throws me off. I mean, why walk away from a platform? Why? Why? All the eyes are on you when you're playing these games. We're, we're, we can't wait to hear the interview after the game. We can't wait to hear the Twitter, the Twitter bite, the Instagram bite. And for these guys to just kind of go silent in a way, what does that really do? What does that really do? Nothing. Nothing in my opinion. It's just my opinion. It does nothing. It does nothing but show that, okay, we're not getting our way. We're going to pick our balls up and we're going to go home. That's all we're doing. That's technically all we're doing. All the black players are doing are saying, we're going to pick our ball up. We're going to go home. And it just makes, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. You're, you're, you're underutilizing your platform. You're underutilizing what's, what God's given you. Just period. Period. And also, if the players really want to make a statement, if they really want to say something, if they really mean this, you'd boycott the rest of the season. Now, I don't know if they will or not. As of right now, games have just been postponed. But 
if you really want to make a statement and if you guys really feel this way, why don't you boycott the whole season? Because this makes no sense to just say we're going to sit out a game or two or three because we're upset. Because what's going to happen if, you know, this happens again next year, two years from now, five years from now? Because no matter what happens, cops are going to kill people. Whites are going to kill blacks. Blacks are going to kill blacks. Blacks are going to kill whites. That's not going to – a millionaire not playing, a football player, a basketball player, a, a hockey player not playing is not going to change a racist from being a racist. If I'm a racist, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, LeBron's not playing, so let me stop being racist. No, I'm going to continue to be a racist. So it just kind of throws me off to where – I don't think there's an end goal here. I don't think the players really have a plan. I don't think they have a plan of action. We're boycotting. We're not playing. Okay, what's next? What's next? Because if that's the case, that means the NBA, you're never going to come back. You're never going to play. Blacks are going to continue to be killed. They're going, we're going to continue to be killed and to those who are affected, who are, I'm sorry, we will continue to be killed until those who are unaffected become affected. It doesn't matter. If it's not hurting their pockets, they're not going to care. They're going to continue to kill us. They're going to continue to do what they want to do. Whether you guys play or not, whether you play or not, so I just don't I just don't understand this one. I just I've been thinking about it all day at work trying to figure out what sense does this make? What sense does this make? Players, I mean they obviously have the right to do what they want and some players really, I mean, I think are conflicting on just being in that bubble and being away from their families and during this crazy time, but this, t- this isn't going anywhere, people. It's not going anywhere. Police, police officers killing blacks have been, ha- it's, it's happened forever. It's going to continue to happen. It's going to continue to happen until we make a change. Until we make a change. And me personally, I, don't, I just don't feel a bunch of millionaires are going to really, you know, do anything. You're not really affected like we are. You're just not. You're not looked at like we are. Now, some of you are because some of you are household names. But, they, but most of you, you're not affected like the mailman down the street, the garbage man, the, the, the line worker, the Burger King worker, the, uh, the bartender. You're not affected like, like they are. So it's just hard for me to jump on the back of a bunch of millionaires who are crying about not having their pancakes hot enough in the bubble, the food being awful. You're in a a million dollar bubble, tens of million dollar bubble, and you're complaining about the food. So it's just hard for me to just look at a bunch of guys and say, okay, they're really doing something now. They're not playing, so things are going to change. No, they're not. The cops are, are... okay with these white guys walking around with these AR-15s, these AK-47s. 
they're okay with these kids walking around shooting us, killing us, because they're going to shoot us and kill us. Until that changes, nothing will change. We're in a, we're in a crazy time, but this, this, is, this is something that we've seen before. It's just time for this generation to go through it. We've seen this before. We've seen this before, and I don't know when it'll ever change. I don't know if it will ever change, but as far as the sports world goes, I just don't, I just don't see where it makes sense for athletes to just sit down. It just doesn't. It just really doesn't. You're not going to change what's really going on. As long as those cops have the security blanket behind their back, why, why change? Why not do why not do what we want to do? Why not kill? I'm more likely to get off than not. So why wouldn't I continue to do what I'm doing? And we know that. We also need to stop looking at these athletes to be politicians. They're not politicians. They're not. I'm not of the motto shut up and dribble. No, I'm not. We definitely, we de- I love the fact that we have a voice. I love the fact that we speak on what we need to speak on. I do. But at the same time, I am not looking at my athletes to be politicians. I'm not looking for Michael Jordan to, to, to say something all the time. I'm not looking for LeBron James, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, whoever, to speak. Because at the end of the day, you guys aren't really looked at like we are. You just aren't. And that's the conversation I feel we really need to be having. We do. The media has everybody pent up against each other. It's just, it's always this white versus black, black versus white. It's all this nonsense. It's never just bad people versus good people. Because that's what it really is. It's really a bunch of bad people killing people. It's a bunch of Losers with a badge who got picked on their whole lives, who got that badge and got a little power, and they're exercising their right to kick ass. That's all this honestly really is. A bunch of racist fucks doing what they want. You know, for for cops to be able to go out and, and, and perform these hate crimes and just walk away with them with a slap on the wrist is, is insane to me, but... It's the world we live in. I'm not going to pretend that America isn't racist. I'm not going to pretend that America values black people. America doesn't. America values white people, period. They do. And the black people that they do value are the exceptional. If you don't got a wicked jump shot, If you can't sling that ball like Pat Mahomes, if you can't run like Usain Bolt, if you can't swim like Michael Phelps, if you can't golf like Tiger Woods, America has no need for you. And that's the God honest truth. It's the God honest truth. And sometimes I just, I don't really know what's the right thing to say. I don't know how to really go about it because it's almost unreal to be living in it, you know, just to see that times change like this, you know, year after year after year is just getting worse. And it's just like, but that's America. Look who we look, look who we voted in. And when I say we, I mean, I'm just meaning the people, America, 
Look who our president is. This man has shown you how racist he is throughout the years, how much he doesn't care throughout the years. But look at how we look at how we uh, voted voted him in. That's how America thinks. That's how America thinks. So why are we so surprised every time one of us gets killed? I'm not. I'm just not. Basketball players not playing. It's not going to change anything. It's just not. It's just not. And like I said, what's going to happen when this ha- This is going to happen again. So if you're the NBA, you, you can't set a precedent that I'm going to let you always walk off every time something happens. You can't. It's a business. Still a business. They're not going to stop killing us. They're not. They're not going to stop killing us. They're not going to stop doing what they do. They have too much behind them. They have too much power. We have to take the power away from them. And we can do it. We got to believe in ourselves and we got to stick together. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very into black is beautiful. I'm very into sticking together. We need more black families. We need more black kids. We need more black girls. We need more black boys. We need to empower these kids. We need to see more family, black families, successful black families. It has nothing to do with uh, people who decide to date outside their race or do this and do that. You can't help who you love. That's fine. But I'm definitely of the mindset that black is powerful. We are more powerful than them. America was built on our backs. It was built on our backs. Everything around you was built on our backs. Blood, sweat, tears. Things that we were forced to do. Black is beautiful. Black is powerful. And we need to start standing on that. We need to start doing things to, to, to remind the masses that we're, that, that we're it, but I'm always say, until we do that, this is going to happen. Until we do that, I don't know what to say, people. I don't know what to say. It is very unsettling to know that a cop could just blow your head off if you reach in your pocket for a stick of gum. Or if you, you know, blink the wrong way, you know what I mean? Because these cops have convinced themselves that to be scared of us. They, they've convinced themselves of if that nigga makes one move, I'm taking him out. Period. This is how they're coming in. This is how they're coming in with that mindset. So what can you do? And it's not every cop. No, it's not. It's not. It's not every cop. That's why I said, don't let the media trick you. Because the media will, 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 will spin this in a way that it's every white cop is dirty. And no, 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 no. Don't let them trick you. But it's, there's enough of them that it's very alarming. Very alarming. It's to the point that it's hard for me to even, you know, talk to a white person and, like when I talk to white people now, I'm listening with a different ear. And it's not that I'm trying to, it's just 
I don't know what the hell you thinking. I don't know how you really see me. But I really didn't used to look at things that way. But in these times, it's kind of hard for me not to, I guess. It's kind of hard for me not to really say, like, that was a funny joke, but did he really mean that? Did he, you know, you know, they tell you a little race joke or, or, or some, some nonsense, whatever, just playful banter. But it's gotten to the point where I pay a little bit more attention to it. Like, oh, okay. Because I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what the people around you are thinking because I don't understand you. It's the people that look like you that are killing the people that look like me. So it's hard for me to really just accept you as I should. And it just gets worse as the years go on. And it's, and, and it's not that I'm trying to, but it's just kind of like the more we get killed, the more, you know, these cops and these kids walk away from these things. It's kind of hard to really want to be around it. You kind of want to be around the people that look like you, that understand you. That's just me. No hate for anybody. It's just kind of hard, harder to really want to be around something different. And that's not to say that even my community, you know, we have our own issues, but it's just out of hand. And like I said earlier, I wasn't going to pod about this. I really wasn't going to get into this because I really don't like to get too political. I really don't like to get too racial or radical or whatever you want to call it on this because I like to have fun, but I just feel this was something that I needed to speak on. I needed to talk about, but like I said, I mean, in closing, I don't think the players needed to sit out. If they did, I, I, a game is cool, but I think if you're going to sit out, you should have never came to the bubble. I just think these guys should have just went home, took the ball and went home. I feel if you're going to play, play it out because you sitting out is not going to change it. Not going to change it. None of us really have the answer because we don't know when this is going to change. We don't know um, what's going to be the breaking point. So nobody really knows. So everybody's kind of just doing things, you know, the way they feel they should. I guess one could say, well, nothing else is working, so why not? Why not sit out? So, you know, I guess I can't argue too much, but I'm just going to say we're setting up a precedent that every time there's an issue, we're going to sit out, and that just shouldn't be because life still goes on. Life still goes on. People still got to go to work. People still have to provide. It's easy for a bunch of millionaires to just say, forget that check. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can just say, it is what it is, whatever, I ain't going. But what I what I hope doesn't happen is that we just start looking at each other and hating each other because that's what the media wants. I just hope we don't get to a point where we just like, you know, I just hate that other race. I hate that other side. Because the media is trying. The media is trying. And like I said earlier, even me, it's sometimes some of the white friends I have, I just kind of listen to them a little differently now. So just throw, it just, it's a weird time, people. It's a weird time.
but I just try to be on. I'm just trying to be honest. So I'm gonna close it out there. I'm gonna get my butt in the shower, and uh, hopefully the next pod will be fun and uh, joyful. This is the Black Sheep Podcast. I am the Black Sheep, and I'm out.